Welcome to Ladder Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers. Covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone, and happy Monday, October 31st. For some of you, that is Halloween. For those who celebrate, happy Halloween to you. Um, But we are trailblazing through the rest of the year with a bang. And as always, here on Ladder Talk Live, we are bringing new conversations, new perspectives, and new people to the podcast. So for those of you, if this is your first time joining, good morning, good morning, good morning. So excited to have you here. Feel free to pop into the chat. Let me know you're here so that I can greet you. My repeat watchers do the same. Once again, uh, as you all know, it, it takes a village to build a community. And we want to make sure that every voice is heard on Ladder Talk Live. And we want to ensure that your voice is one of them. So don't be shy to stop sitting in the back. Go ahead and chime into the conversation. We'd love to hear your perspective. This week, we are um, moving forward. Last week, we had another fantastic week. We were on location at Black is Tech um, Conference, um, BitCon, and we had a great time, learned lots of things. And this week is Real Estate Wealth Week. Um, we are bringing new topics to the podcast every week, and this is no different. So this week is Real Estate Wealth Week, and today we're going to talk about how to build a relationship between real estate and your financial health. So for those of you who are in the real estate space or have real estate yourself, go ahead and chime in. I'd love to hear your perspective on uh, your uh, on the topic for today. Um, so in today's episode, we're talking about, again, the relationship between real estate and your financial health. We'll talk about what it means to have long-term uh, investment strategies, how that strategy can help you achieve your short-term goals, and how to get the right mindset so that you can make smart decisions. Whether you're an investor or just thinking about becoming one, this episode will give you some great insights into how you might be able to better manage your money. So once again, welcome to Ladder Talk Live. We are excited to have you here. Let's go ahead and get started. So what does it mean to have a long-term investment strategy? A a long-term investment strategy for real estate means that you're in it for the long haul. You guys have heard that term before. When you invest in real estate, you want to be sure that your investment will profit over time. So it's important to have a plan that doesn't just focus on short-term gains. A a long-term investment strategy for your real estate means that you will not sell the property if it doesn't perform well in the short term. You may lose money um, on some properties, but over time, that will all turn into profitable investments. You should also look at properties as assets rather than liabilities, which can be difficult when you're starting out with limited funds and looking at what seems like high monthly payments. Instead of focusing on how much money you make each month from rent or rent checks, think of the property as an investment, one that will pay off in the long run. So for those of you who, you know, may be doing um, real estate hacks, as they say, or uh, for those of you who are investing in the short term rental game, 
You also want to make sure uh, that you're you're looking at it from a long-term perspective as well as short-term. Short term. Each property will have their purpose. Some of the properties that you purchase will specifically only be for a short, short term, maybe five years or less. But then there are some properties that are going to be long-term, five plus years, where you know that there is, um, there is gain to be had in the long-term versus the short-term. But you also want to make sure you know what, what that is for each property, meaning you're not just willy-nilly picking a house that looks nice and have no idea what the what the numbers are in terms of what what is the numbers it's going to bring in every month. What are the um, strategies that you're going to need to take the the fixes that you're going to need to do on the property, or is it you know ready to go right away, but move in friendly uh, right away? Again, we need to identify. What's going on in the community, in the neighborhood? Are there projects being implemented over the next two to three years? Are they building more, building up? Is the housing, look at the houses in the community. What are what are their numbers? Are they overselling over asking price or are they underselling asking price? What are those particular factors will help you decide if this is going to be a long-term or a short-term strategy when it comes to your real estate portfolio. Now, I will tell you, I am not a realtor. I am not um, I have no gain in this situation. It, again, as our podcast continues to evolve, so are our conversations. So we will have professionals, experts this week tune in and give you some insights from their professional experience. But we want to continue to evolve as time progresses, as we all want to. So I want to continue to bring you more information as it pertains to specific industries that can affect your personal and professional lives. Now, I want to talk about how that strategy can help you achieve your short-term goals. Building a strong foundation is the key to any successful business. In real estate, this means having a detailed plan for how you will achieve your short-term goals. This is where the strategy comes in. The strategy is the map that helps guide you to your destination. It's what helps keep you on track and focused on what matters most, which is creating wealth through real estate. A good real estate strategy should include things like an estimate of how much time it will take to complete each step of your plan, as well as a list of resources that will help you get there. It can also include other information such as what steps are most important and why, who will be involved in each step, and how long each step will take. This is what's important about building your own strategy for your real estate portfolio or what you intend to have for your real estate portfolio. If you're going into purchasing properties, whether it be in your personal or your business name, you want to make sure that you're doing it with high intentions of success, right? You want to make sure that you're setting out step by step what what's going to occur in each step. Do as much homework as you can. Now, I know that that it's said that we're in a market right now where we've got to move fast. We've got to move fast. We've got to move fast. But keep in mind you have to work on your own timeline. Don't feel rushed if you're not ready to move forward because there's nothing worse than buying the wrong property and then being stuck. A lot of people are purchasing properties over asking price, but when the the economy levels out, does that change the, the property value? I don't know. So you want to make sure that you can do your due diligence and follow your numbers to a T, meaning 
if you're planning to rent the property out, how much can you get in that area? But you need to be able to do your homework before you can put an offer into a property. You don't want to get yourself stuck into an agreement that isn't going to be fulfilling to your property, to your to your real estate wealth. Again, that's what we're talking about this week. So make sure that you're aligning to that strategically, but planning for this. Because after you get good at it and you've been doing it for a while, you can cr quickly create a strategy, know your numbers within the blink of an eye. But until you get there, start doing it now. Start practicing with properties you see in your neighborhood. How much is the asking price? What does that look like in a mortgage? What's the average rent? Or if you cho choose to do short-term rentals, what's the um, area's uh, average uh, stay you know, as a, for a whole month? How frequently are people typically space in a month? Are there any regulations against that? What do the taxes look like? All of these things you need to really factor in to make sure it is a good deal before you decide to move forward. Because again, there's nothing worse than picking a, picking a home that is not going to cash flow or that is not going to be in your best interest. Make sure you are deciding to select properties that are of a fit to your business your short-term goals for your business and your long-term goals for your business. Because over time, you're likely going to get a couple different types of properties that serve different purposes. One may pay for another, right? So make sure you're, you're factoring in all of those numbers as you're moving forward in your selection process for properties. Now, next thing I want to talk about is how to get in the right mindset so they can make smart decisions. The best way to get in the right mindset is to start thinking about what kind of decisions you want to make. Once you know the, what kind of decision you're making, the rest will follow. Sometimes we, we get into the mindset that we've just got to make a decision. But what is the purpose of this decision? So, for example, let's say that you're making a decision about whether or not to go on a, on a date with someone. That's a big decision that will affect your life in many ways. So it makes sense that it would take some thought. You could spend all day thinking about this and still not know what to do, right? But if we ask ourselves, what kind of decision am I making? Then it becomes easier to narrow down our options and make an informed choice. If we're trying to decide on whether or not to go on a date, for example, with someone, we'll probably have a lot more information than if we were trying to decide whether or not we should buy a new car or move across the country for work. So instead of spending all day thinking about this one thing, which may not even very well be very important in the grand scheme of things, we can ask ourselves, what kind of decision am I making? Is this a big decision? Is it a small decision? But when we're talking about the real estate piece and bringing it back to the topic of the week, we need to decide what is the objective with this property? What am I, what am I getting? Does it make sense from that piece? Now, is there's absolutely nothing wrong with seeking insider or outside, I should say, perspective, right? Whether or not this makes sense um, from that angle. Because again, if we make the wrong decision, we could be stuck in a property that we can't sell quickly enough, right? So make sure if you have trusted advisors or, you know, you're from the bank or, you know, friends or other real estate investors that, that can help that are a little bit more advanced than you, lean in on those resources, lean in on those people that can help you guide your decision, at least walk you through the decision, especially when you're new. You want to be able to have a springboard on, well, what do you think about this? It needs, it needs this much in repairs from what I can see. Remember, there's always what you can't see, but this is what you can see. 
needs this, needs that. These are the numbers. This, this is the specs or whatever. Um, how much will it cost to get something permitted? All of these things you need to think about before you make that final decision on, do I want this property? Now, there are certain things you need to factor in prior to that, such as what type of properties are you looking for? Are you looking for single family, multi-unit, duplexes, apartment complexes, maybe even hotels um, or commercial real estate, right? Are you only looking for businesses or are you looking for multi-purpose? So many different things that you get to decide and choose from as an investor. Um, again, to build your real estate wealth, there are a lot of opportunities for you to decide how to move forward and build your portfolio. Now, you can choose to do all of the above. There is no rule that says you can't have single family and multi-use and commercial and blah, 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 right? You can have it all. But what is your strategy? What are your short-term goals and what are your long-term goals? And which properties, in what order, do they need to be received in order to fulfill those objectives, right? That's why I say it's so key to have a strategy, but also know, again, your numbers. Know your numbers. Now, I, I, I always recommend to find a good realtor that is experienced in what type of um, real estate you're seeking. So for example, if I'm, if I'm uh, connecting with a realtor that only does single family, I probably wouldn't have a conversation with them about commercial because that's not going to be in their wheelhouse. Or if I'm looking to purchase apartment complexes, that's probably not going to be in their wheelhouse. So make sure you find a specialist who focuses specifically on the type of real estate that you're interested in investing in. Because although they have their best intentions to give you as much information as possible, if that is not something they specialize in, find someone who specializes in that particular thing. In addition to that, if you're looking for short-term um, quick sales or foreclosures, things like that, there are specific real estate um, realtors that can help you go through the process of understanding what this takes if you're going to auctions and, and all of those things. Sometimes there are realtors. Now, yes, you can do your own research. Yes, you can represent yourself. But if you choose not to, there are specialists that focus specifically on that. Keep that in mind when you're when you're deciding to move forward. Right now, uh, real estate is still one of the number one side hustles, for example, or um, things that people decide to invest their money into earlier on in order to have that long term wealth when they're retiring. So that's why I decided to make this week about real estate, because it's still very relevant in how people how people see wealth and a lot of people. Um, especially in this age bracket that that may be watching or, or that I am, they're looking at real estate more seriously now. Maybe they've purchased their first home or sold their first home and buying multiple properties, whatever the case is. And so now you want to be strategic about, OK, maybe this could be a business. Maybe this could be an investment opportunity. Um, good morning, Saqid, MDW, ASAR. Thank you so much for joining let me know your thoughts. Chime into the chat. Are you guys currently investing in real estate? 
Um, are you thinking about uh, investing in real estate? I'd love to hear your opinions on the matter uh, to understand a little bit about what your perspective is. Again, we're talking about how to build a relationship between real estate and your financial wealth. Now, in order to make uh, kind of to add to that, in order to move forward with your uh, real estate wealth, you also need to understand your own financial awareness, your own financial wealth. What can you be approved for? What can what 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 resources do you need to reach out to in order to be approved for these particular mortgages um, and loans for for your future business or your personal property, whatever the case is? You also need to be aware. We can't be shooting in the dark here thinking we can afford a $10 million property when you only approve for a $300,000 property, right? Those are completely different things. And if you're not aware, you're not, you're not making a responsible strategy for yourself. Strategies are built on knowledge, built on facts, built on data that can be found. So what are you approved for? Identify where are you in the market? And, um, what steps can you take to move forward? Now, again, if you're not quite there, it's good to know that as well, because now we need to identify what do we need to do to get there? Getting connected with a financial planner or a mortgage broker or uh, a mortgage company that can help you follow these checklists to get your credit back on track, right? While you're gathering your finances and your down payment and, and things like that, again, how can you move forward? Now, there are resources um, available for single family homes, small businesses, et cetera, that can have payment assistance for your down payment. So there are resources available, at least here in the U.S., that you can um, have access to and review. But again, that should be a part of your strategy. What, what percentage are you going to be putting down for each of these properties? And where in the world are you going to get this money from, right? Are you going to be funding it? Are you going to have investors in this property that can be funding it? Are you going to get resources from the government? There are several opportunities for you to get into the game, as they say. You just have to find out what do you qualify for, right? If you're a veteran, you have more access than someone who does not have that veteran status. So identify, okay, who am I? What have I done? What do I qualify for? That way, again, you can create an informed decision on the strategy in which you need to take in order to move forward in this real estate world. As we build our real estate wealth for the rest of this week, these are the things that we're going to be talking about. As I mentioned, we're going to have some guest speakers this week that are going to help us identify what resources may be available to you, how you can act on these particular things to get yourself started in real estate wealth. There is money to be made in this industry, and we want to make sure here at Ladder Talk Live, you have access to it. So those of you who are intending, and I know that this is a great week, so you're going to be back, what are some questions that you're going to have? Make sure that you tune in so that we can answer those, but put them in the chat. If we don't answer them in the um, in the same episode, we will make sure to answer them in the next episode as well, okay? Um, question is, is this regarding U.S. real estate? It's not exclusive to your U.S. real estate, no, because a lot of the strategies that we're going to be talking about are just strategies. You can utilize this in any, in any um, location that you're located in. Um, some of the rules um, may, may be a bit of a caveat to one location versus the other, but 
the, the strategy is the same. You're still going to need a long-term strategy for your real estate. You're still going to need a short-term strategy. Are you going to be keeping these properties for a long period of time? Are these cash flowing properties? How to define what is a cash flowing property? How to figure out your numbers? All of these things are going to be useful wherever you are located. So no, it is not specifically only for US-based properties and real estate. This is for everywhere because you need to know your numbers wherever you are located to be able to move forward um, in your real estate wealth. Again, this week's episode or in this week's ep- this week is real estate wealth week. So we're going to be talking about all of the things as it pertains to that. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about what's involved in buying a house and how to get started. Now, again, we're going to be having some guests appear on this week's episode, so be sure to tune in if this is something that interests you. And if you have questions that are relevant to this particular week that you'd like to be answered by one of our experts, be sure to go ahead and ask that question. We'll make sure if I'm unable to answer it, I'll be sure to have the expert answer it live for you. Once again, we are here Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, where we are talking about various things. This week, we're talking about Real Estate Wealth Week, um, but every week we have a new episode where we talk about different things. If you were looking to catch the replay, maybe you joined in a little late, you can watch the replay um, from a visual perspective exclusively on YouTube. And if you were looking to watch or listen to the audio version, you can find it wherever you watch, or excuse me, wherever you listen to your podcast. So Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. We are currently live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Entra. So if you are looking to find me tomorrow, that is where I'll be. Those are the locations we stream live. So if you're um, going to be joining us tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, be sure to find us in one of those locations. Once again, we will be here again tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern. Thank you all for joining, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye. Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam-packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachwalina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.